The following content contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners. Do you, do you listen to yourself? All the time. I have a podcast. Listen, listen to yourself. tuned into trying it where we figure out life through experience with food facts and fuck shit i am your host shana v and long time no see long time no hear whatever the case may be welcome if you are a returning listener to the podcast then you know that i have been in an indefinite hiatus for some time and i'm pleased to realize that you clicked for a new episode i appreciate that if you're new to the series how did you find this who told you about it because i don't go around telling people i have a podcast but yeah so we're clearly at day whatever in quarantine that i thought that this would be a great thing to bring back and try i don't know to like get a rise out of or try to find some enjoyment in or yeah so i made a podcast i honestly i was before the rona hit i was really thinking about shooting an episode actually I knew I was because I bought a brand new fucking microphone like I bought a pretty pricey mic um and I was like I'm gonna make an episode and then I don't know y'all it just it just didn't seem relevant anymore and I'm sure some of it was me just being insecure because a lot of times I just wonder well what does it matter like what is what is filming this in your room do what is what's the purpose what's the point like I don't know. It just seemed to be meh. Like I just wasn't as proud of it as I've definitely been in the past. And also like once the Rona hit, there were jokes about podcasts rolling around of like, up, oh, everyone's starting a podcast. All the podcast mics are sold out. And it's like, hey, I actually had a podcast before the Rona hit. But yeah, so I brought it back really eventually because I'm recognizing that in this stage that we're in in this like doldrums ass like what's the word I want to use because I don't want to use the doldrums I want to use purgatory there we are we're in fucking purgatory (laughs) in this purgatory state that we're in it's very difficult to know how to feel like should I be productive should I be sad should I have something to look forward to and I just thought why not share my feelings on a matter my feelings are just as valid as anyone else's and I can speak my truth I suppose and if somebody finds this podcast and listens to it then they found it because like I said I'm not going to tell anyone (laughs) that a new episode is out um if you tell your friends and family you can do that but do whatever you want just don't tell my mama so yeah we got a lot to catch up on on this special quarantine edition of trying it so I'm gonna try and keep this up for (laughs) as long as I got it let's kick it off with a segment I like to call catch up mustards so let's catch up y'all and i'm talking like like we have a lot to catch up on like pre-rona because we're all living the same life right now like we're all going to the fucking grocery store and looking at the same fucking four walls every day like pre-rona we had lives like let me catch you up on what was going on because y'all i I had heartbreak Mm. so much time has gone on actually that i classify it now as more as extreme disappointment um 
I got a job. I fucking hate it. We'll talk about that later. But beyond anything, what I learned is that words truly have power. And I know that I have brought this up many a time on this podcast, but I I know it now to be truer than ever. And I keep forgetting it for some reason, but it it keeps smacking me back harder and harder. Allow me, let me, let me paint the scene. So before before Miss Rona brought her ass into town, before somebody decided they had to have a fucking pangolin, I will talk about that more later. I will actually link about a pangolin story in the in the bio. But before we were confined to our shoeboxes, if you're in New York or your mama's house, wherever you are, before we were confined to sit our asses down, I went on a life changing adventure me and my twin soul raven i've mentioned raven on here before she is my gemini twin soul it's just everything we agree on for the most part and when raven comes to my house whenever she's about to leave i get very upset and i don't do that with with the majority of people raven's like one of a handful of people that when she's like when you know when people do that sigh when they're at your house and they do that sigh of like it's time and oh god I'm thinking about it and it makes me sad honestly it makes me sad because there's been nobody in my fucking house the way that I am like a true Asian mom because I just have no purpose I have no purpose if I am not doing things for other people and it's really ridiculous because I don't like to do shit for people I'm real selfish so the fact that I'm really sitting here kind of sad that there's there's been nobody in my house besides Francine and all I have for her are my jokey jokes <sighs> that was a that was an on-cam breakdown but you know it's authentic and we just got to keep the ball rolling but yeah so Raven is just a really special person that I enjoy having in my life um we went we took a trip to New Orleans and let's just talk about the magic let's talk about it was like a fuck, like the never ending story because I told myself this was early on in 2020 when I, when we still had hopes, when we still, we were making plans. Um, but I told myself in 2020 that I was going to travel more. Wow. We are really working through it. Um, and so I was like picking a day to go to New Orleans. I, I think we had originally planned to go to New Orleans, like a bunch of people. Um, and it just so happens that like when I was looking up flights, like 20 minutes later, Raven was like, oh, y'all, I want to go to New Orleans on these dates. And I was like, Raven, don't you know that I was just doing this exact same thing? So lo and behold, like Gemini twin powers activate that we were just thinking on the same page and we ended up getting to New Orleans. I kind of want to, I don't even want to live through all of the vacation because then I'd have to look back on it and remember that I was living. But when we were there, everything was just perfect. Everything was just magical. Me and Raven were both on the same page that when we came to New Orleans, we just wanted to like know what all the black people were doing. We wanted to like know like all the hip black spots, like what what the history was about with New Orleans, a very historical city. If you've never been before, like I just, it's just my fave, my fave, my fave place right now in the United States. I'm going to go on record and say that. Um, But yeah, we just had this idea of like what we wanted to do. And we were having this discussion over like our first meal a day was at Dookie Chase, which is just an establishment like, like fucking Mecca. I don't know. It's just like the power you feel when you walk into this like beautiful Southern house, essentially. It's just, it's great. And before even that happened, we walk into Dookie Chase and I remember like we were waiting for the lady to come with the iced tea. I was like, I'm gonna get me iced tea. And then I get in line for the buffet. Pro tip, go 
to Dookie Chase at lunch. That way you don't have to just order an entree. You can get the buffet and eat as much as you want. Um, and you practically get everything on the menu. They'll have like the etouffee, they'll have the fried chicken. It's, it's pro tip, pro tip, get the buffet. Uh, so I remember when I first walked up to the buffet line, I saw that the tray of mac and cheese was like empty and I was like, God damn it. Like, it's okay. It's cool though. Like, I'm gonna just get the little scrapings of mac and cheese and then I'll come back and there'll be another pan. Do you know, as soon as I grabbed my plate, this man came from the kitchen with a piping hot, cheesy, golden crust tray of mac and cheese. Like, it was like it was for me, your honor. It was just, it was, it was, it was for me. What else was I supposed to do? So just that was part one of the magic. Like you can just see that, that old Disney logo, like, like that's what, the beginning of this trip was. So me and Raven are eating mac and cheese and our hot links and our fried chicken and our pork chops and everything else that's beige on that plate. And this old woman walks up to us, just like super casual, super adorable. And we had actually spotted her when she walked in because her and her partner were wearing matching like polo uh, Mardi Gras shirts. They were like striped gold, purple and green. And she walks up to us. I think in reality, she was walking up to the buffet because me and Raven's table was literally the table closest to the buffet table she walks up to us very politely and she just asks like oh where are you ladies from because it's clear that we're not from New Orleans um and we told her we're from South Carolina because you gotta let people know because sometimes you go down south or you go somewhere regional and they think you don't know the way so we had to let her know we are southern we are from the south we just live in New York now we didn't we didn't have to have that energy with her but we did have to have it with another waiter because he tried to play us like we didn't know he tried to play Charleston and that just wasn't gonna happen anyway we that's not the point um so we just like oh yeah we're not from here and she just like starts just immediately starts talking to us about the history of new orleans like pointing to her shirt like oh did you know that the purple color means and the yellow and the gold and i was like literally six minutes ago we were talking about how we wanted to find like old historical black new orleans and here comes this beacon because we later found out that this woman miss octavia was her name god bless her soul i hope she's doing well right now um the miss octavia she works at like the children's center of new orleans so her whole job is basically to talk about new orleans so she just tells us everything on all the places that we need to go and i think that that was when I had the first notion of like, oh wow, this is gonna be a magical trip. Like anything that we want, we're going to get. And that basically became the blueprint for the whole trip of like whatever we wanted to see, whatever we wanted to do, it ended up happening like that quickly. I would say, oh, I wanna see a second line. And then I'd hear, and it was just just that instant, instantaneous it was. It was just magical. I felt like I had powers. I felt like my Gemini, like witchy powers existed and I am someone I am definitely more spiritual Raven definitely educated me on like different practices and ways of like beliefs and spirits and whatnot and I just felt in tuned with all of it with every single bit of it and as I've said before I think that what you believe in you give power to so of course because I believe it it's just gonna work that way but that was truly it and I honestly on that trip I should have stopped right there like I I kept saying this is what I'm gonna get this is what's gonna happen this is gonna happen and then I brought my ass back to New York I brought my dumb ass back to New York and all these bitches were talking about summer and my ass was like well you know because I I believe I've said it on here as well that I don't do outside like that when it get a bit too warm I keep my ass indoors so all these bitches were talking about the sun and carnivals and parades and I was like that is so nice I will see y'all in October I'm keeping my ass inside I'm not going outside in the summertime and now we're all stuck inside and I would like to sincerely apologize not saying that it's that it's all me to blame for this but I just wish 
I had chosen my words a bit more carefully. You know, I just wish I like to I like to go some places. I miss a good museum. I, what's really like itching like under my fingernails, like under my skin right now is the fact that I live in New York, but I don't live in New York. Like the thing that keeps my blood going, it's kind of like I need a recharge. Every month I need a recharge of just experiencing New York things. I have to eat an old museum. I have to eat a park. I got to go somewhere. And the fact that I, I don't want to compare this to jail because a lot of white women have been saying shit like that. And there are real people in jail that are really suffering right now, but it's just not it. It's just not it. So I just wish I could like go back in time of when I was sitting there talking to Franny about, oh, I'm not going, I'm not taking my ass outside. I'm going to be inside. I did real good. I went to y'all Afro punks and your, and your fest and all that shit last summer. This summer I'm going to take, a, I'm going to take some time off. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant me. I didn't. And I meant, hey, I will have the choice to stay inside. Not I have to be in here because it's not, it's not what I want. I don't want this. I want to be out. I want to be where the people are. Not really. Not like, I want to be where people are adjacent. Like, I still don't want to be around that many people. I don't, I want to be where y'all niggas ain't. Like, that's more. <laughs> I need to stop. I'm sorry. It's really just going to be me and me cracking jokes for however long I feel like doing this podcast. But yeah, so I, 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 now, I know more than ever that words have power. I also want to go on record and say that it, I did not cause this. I didn't really do this because this, like many problems that affect the mass majority of the world, these are problems caused by the rich. And as I was saying, there's a very good Vox video. It's probably like a couple months old at this point since we have been living in this in this state of unknown for a while now, but Vox has been doing a really good series on um, like COVID-19 and like the causes and stuff like that. And they have a very good video on how these diseases come from wet markets in China. And it's a big problem because of legislators. It's a big problem because of wealth, because people use these. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just send you the video, but just know that this all happened because somebody had to have a damn pangolin. Just had to have a fucking pangolin. So yeah, like I was saying, pre-Rona, I was trying to get it together. I was, I, I got a new job. Like I said, I was trying to travel. I was writing out plans and expectations and shit to execute. And then it just went to shit. I actually didn't go so terribly to shit. And I really want to share this little snippet about it was at the time. It was it heartbreak. You see, when you be like in the eye of the storm, it's very difficult to know exactly like, is this wind or is this water? Um, but a couple of months ago, I just felt the most intense feelings of hurt. Yeah, hurt is the word, like just sadness, just like, just sad. And it's very rare that that happens at, or it's very rare that that happens due to the actions of like another person, you know, cause I can, I can make myself sad and be disappointed in myself all the time, but it's rare that someone makes me feel that way and it was just such an intense feeling and I remember like going through all those emotions at the time recognizing like you know you're supposed to be sad because that's gonna be the lesson for you to like not do any of this dumb shit anymore like be sad um and just wanting to stop being sad just wanting to like I get it like it hurts I want it to stop hurting and I think a couple days I thought about it and it's just so far away now that feeling is just so far gone because one time and just like the things that used to matter 
don't matter anymore. And I, I'm saying this now because it's also like eventually all of these feelings that I'm feeling going, dealing with this pandemic will eventually be a phase of like, wow, remember when we felt like that? Or at least I'm hoping, at least I'm hoping. So we'll see. We'll see. Y'all know it's my favorite segment, right? Like I have been waiting. I am salivating. It's like a meal to me. It is now time for trying my damn nerves. You want to hear what has been trying my damn nerves? What has been trying my nerves? What has been, what has been going on? Y'all, mm, 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 mm. jobs. I fucking hate working. I fucking hate working. I fucking hate working. I hate it. I hate it. It's arbitrary. It's ridiculous. It's the, I, I, I can't think of anything more decorative right now than having a job. I don't, uh, hmm. I just, no, no. I don't think any of us should be working right now, especially because I don't know, like I, I got a job working for like food shit. And as we all know right now, food shit is not really going well right now it's just not it and we are in the midst of a global a global pandemic just the concept of working work seems like a distraction I don't mean to be all Dr. Kumar laser eyes on you niggas but it's just like the white man put jobs on this planet so that you would be distracted that's how I feel that's how I just feel like y'all trying to distract me with work the concept of working for money that don't sound like slavery that sounds like fucking I am enslaved to money, to bills, to pay, like that, that's fucking, I don't want to work, I don't want to, and at first I thought, you know, I was lazy, that could be it as well, but I just, ugh, I don't want to, I don't want to work, and I remember going to therapy a couple months ago and just being like, it's just not it, it's just not, it's not it, the, the politics of having a job, even before, I was complaining about work since the beginning of time, (laughs) I, I fucking hate it, because one, Finding a job that you are always going to enjoy is damn near impossible. You could work in a field that you like love to do as a hobby, but eventually it's going to feel like work, especially at a time like this. Like I'm working a food job. Don't nobody want to work in food right now. This shit is, it's sad. It's exhausting. How are you supposed to find the motivation? How are you supposed to find the motivation to do any kind of job? Honestly, it's ridiculous to me. And if you enjoy your fucking jobs, well, kudos to you. Do that shit in your spare time. The rest of us shouldn't be obligated to have a job. It, to live it's just it's just, it's just something about that something about that it don't taste right I gotta have a job to live you see I don't mm, I never read that bible book but I don't I did read the 10 commandments I don't think it I don't there's nothing about having a job in the 10 commandments let me check yep I just checked ain't shit in there about having a job and I bring this up because it's just become so abundantly clear since we all had this stay from home older about how this country values capitalism way more than it values people like people not supposed to live. I believe it was the Texas governor who said, you know, when he was when he was talking about opening up the city a couple days ago, he mentioned, you know, there are just certain things more important than life. And it's like, that's that's not how that's supposed to go. Like, I'm not supposed to die trying to do a job like the system cares way more about the economy than it does the lives of its people and the way that this place is built on stilts i am learning this country is built on bubblegum and and bullets that's really truly it because everyone is expecting middle lower class whatever the fuck 
class we all fit in like you gotta have your money so you can pay your rent so that your landlords can pay these people so they can pay these companies and so like no one has protection no we were all told we're supposed to have like what like five months worth of savings or ah, ah, ah. don't nobody got money everybody need a fucking bailout no one had what the, the money the concept of money is is a myth like that shit don't exist the way that this place has been able to pull tr- pull trillions of dollars out of its ass tells me that i don't need to work for shit like there is a money here there are systems that we could put in place that we don't have to worry about rent or have to worry about food or have to worry about electricity there's no reason that we should have to worry about shit like this if people could come out there asking me like you don't gotta pay your electricity the one the nice ones the kind polite people who have been like you don't gotta pay your gas because our our fucking landlords they say shit that rent is due every month they ain't gave us nothing the way that other companies other leasing places have been like I get that times are rough, I understand, but you gotta pay your rent so that we could pay our people. Like, this is silly, this is silly. This whole system should not exist. I truly believe we should all live on some type of basic stipend. You get a basic stipend. It pays for your bills, all that shit. If you want some extra, you want a brand new KitchenAid, you want a Yeezys, you wanna take your ass on vacation, barter system i trade you some cookies for a tv i don't know how the shit gonna work but we can make it work we can make this shit work i just know that i don't want no fucking job it's just no uh-oh i don't really want to do the work that's how i feel every fucking day i don't want to do the work i don't i can't think of anything less motivating right now than having a job and at one point it was the thing that like got me up it's like okay let me be up at 9 a.m to come in on this this is stupid i i feel ridiculous i remember being so frustrated at work one day and being like oh uh uh-uh y'all have me till one o'clock y'all have me till one o'clock and then i am out of here i am leaving to go where to close the tab shana like frustrations jobs create more frustrations than anything else and then you're supposed to have one and then oop poop you laid off what now what now you gotta look at another job this just the system don't work it don't fucking work i don't want to work i don't want to either you're supposed to find a job that's supposed to peak your entrance they tell you this shit when you're fucking 16 you're like go oh, find a career what if you don't what if you change your mind like nigga i just what i just want to color my hair i want to i want to cut co- i want to color in general i just want i want a fucking coloring book it brings me peace at this moment i don't want to fucking work it's just i've never heard of anything more ridiculous i've never heard of anything more i can't even get these fucking tiktok dances together now you want me no 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 we have to find another system we truly do all right let's switch gears to our next segment the main course and i just want to start off by stating the obvious that none of this is normal none of this is normal and because none of this is normal i i'm completely confused as to how to go about living my life and I know that that probably sounds dramatic but it just seems that the things that I had planned I either can't do or they're obsolete like what is the concept of future when everything is unknown or uncertain and as stated previously this this pandemic has just shown me how our socioeconomic structures don't exist and so my mind is when things go back to normal or whatever the fuck normal is um after this well for one they can't go back to normal just because so many people have struggled so my mindset automatic revolution like it's just it's just it has to happen like heads have got to roll the way that people in charge have 
been doping everyone basically have just been well if you die you die like that's really the people that are supposed to protect us and like care for our well-being they just don't and so in my mind it's like all right whenever everyone is ready i've been saying this for some time now like just let me know and we will burn it all down like there's no i just don't have i don't have i don't have ideas for a normal future like the fact that i'm seeing people still giving birth and having kids and people buying baby shoes for babies they don't have yet i'm just kind of like that that seems a little obsolete this, this lifestyle this this 2.5 family life that you're supposed to have it just seems a little outdated in this current state that we all live in and i just wish kind of everyone would get on board or I, I or i wish i didn't think this way more honestly i wish that i wasn't so i don't give a fuck about having a normal life i'm all about a revolution and i'm all about evolution and changing this like that's how i feel i'm i'm on a much bigger scale is like okay so if we like care to take care of this planet then there have got to be some serious changes and i wish i wasn't like that i wish i could just let me go about my life and make a smoothie and and things will be great but i'm not there and i've i've tried i've tried to be a productive patty and you know clock into my online job and act like all this shit is normal and go for my walks and try the extracurriculars and brain busters and all this other bullshit and talk in the family. But there's just like a cloud that's hanging over this cloud of we're all hurling towards an unknown abyss. And I don't know, it's even made me more withdrawn. I feel like this is a time where I guess you're supposed to connect to people more, but every fucking conversation every zoom chat every google hangout is like so how you hanging how you deal and you just end up talking about it you just end up talking about this plague you end up talking about like i have a brother who has a baby who i worry about constantly i have my mom who got laid off it's just like a lot it's a lot to to think of and to distract yourself from and i'm not doing well with it right now yeah so i just i don't know i don't think i'm handling it well like right now it just seems that everything i'm doing is a giant distraction for example currently i am trying to decorate this apartment so my biggest goal is getting home decor and that seems silly because we are our lease is going to be up in a couple months and we know we're not going to live here um so what's what's really the point it's just all a giant distraction and then i get in my head of well why do anything and then so i do nothing and that's probably i think that's how i did the first day in quarantine i really just like decided no i'm gonna i'm gonna try and see if i can hibernate through this entire thing and just pretend to be an alligator and sleep sleep through it and clearly that didn't work it's not working but it just mm, i'm not good i don't i don't think i'm good at adapting if i were like the first amoeba on planet earth when we first got water then i would just stay an amoeba because i'm not good at adapting to different situations don't look at don't listen to this if you are a future employer and i told y'all that my highest skill was that i was able to adapt in high stress situations i can adapt i can adapt when, when when there's a bag involved don't worry about that but yeah it just I go back and forth. I go back and forth between like, all right, let's distract ourselves and be productive because eventually we're going to get out of this. And what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of doing anything if we don't know what is going to happen? And also, what's the point of doing anything if we're not 
changing our ways if we're just gonna stick to the status quo and go back to living the way that we've been living because we just we just can't and I am but a cog in the wheel listen I have dipped into my Amazon Prime account because I've just had to like nothing is fucking open it's difficult as shit to like get the things that you need and if I'm if I'm distracting myself with home projects then Amazon is the place to go they deliver everything so it's just like we're just stuck we're just stuck in the circle so that's kind of been my mindset throughout this entire quarantine stay from home COVID-19 whatever whatever we're classifying this that's in my mindset and I'm finding that I can't use my normal coping mechanisms like at this point the weed is smoking me um cooking is not as enjoyable as it once was for many reasons one being that I can't get the food that I'm used to like we only have one grocery store in our area that's very limited as far as the things that I'm used to purchasing um and I I need I thrive off of newness like I need new something exciting something like it's only Fran here eating the food and Fran is amazing company and I I can't imagine having anyone else that I would spend my time with during this quarantine but I need I, I miss cooking for people I miss having people in my house and I miss eating other people's food. I miss restaurants. Like I remember thinking the other day that I would eat any niggas chicken alfredo just so I wouldn't have to cook for myself. So yeah, I just wanted to share that I have been living in the space between ultimate distraction and absolutely nothing because it's okay to not know what to do during this time. I think it's very important to stress that we are living in a global pandemic. Every single one of us will be affected by this in some way, shape, or form, hopefully very minimally. But yeah, it's okay to be uncertain. Um, I do want to bring up this quote that I actually saw on the Instagram, of course, because where else would I be? Um, and what it is, it said... You're either of this world or you're not and it really stuck with me i think because probably a couple hours before i had taken a walk and i was just thinking like damn this is really life like i'm not a person that really like has a five-year plan more than anything i probably have like a you know, couple month plan um but i just never thought like this would be life and i just remember walking and being like i mean but you here like you're not going nowhere um because i've done extensive amounts of therapy to keep myself alive so it's just like i'm not finna off myself after all this like i i'm here and that quote was just like you're here like you gotta this isn't what life what you thought life was gonna be but you have to make the most of it and of course food story so like i said i haven't really been cooking like that but when i do i do and i keep me a pork shoulder on deck and i recommend that you you do that as well pork shoulder has like that's a that's a fridge quarantine must have because you get so much food with a pork shoulder and there are plenty of easy simple ways to cook this delicious piece of meat like no matter how you cook a pork shoulder it's going to be tasty um so i cooked a pork shoulder and my two favorite ways to do a pork shoulder is to either make pulled pork where you cook it for a long time with like um, a lid on it so it gets like soft and basically like melts and shreds or I like a crispy pork shoulder where like the skin is like super bubbly and crackled and you can't you can't do both. You can't have like a shredded pork with a crispy can't skin. It's just it's, it's just impossible. So I had to make a big decision. I had to decide what I was going to do. And at one point, I actually started cooking it one method and then I changed my mind and cooked it another way. I ended up going with the crispy pork shoulder. Um, 
And I just thought of that quote of you are either of this world or you're not. Like you get the pork shoulder, but you don't get to do everything that you want with it. You have to make some decisions and that's just life. There's pros and cons to all of it. There's pros and cons to every single bit, but a decision has to be made and you're going to get something pleasurable out of it in the end is what I learned because it came out amazing, personally speaking. We actually have some more in the fridge that I'm going to make into a sandwich probably. So yeah, that's just that's just life. You're either of this world or you're not. Like You're either going to decide to participate because the opposite end is doing nothing. And I tried that, like I said, the first day of quarantine and it didn't make me feel good. Like I remember being very upset like these are all these are all traits that are like this is depression knocking at the door like there's no it's no bueno so my advice is because there's not a lot of things that we have control over right now that when you have the opportunity to make a decision to just do it there's going to be you know some pros and cons gonna be some rough times and some good times but at the end of the day we're going to put something on the plate Right, so before we close out the show, it is time for our last segment of the day, things that I have tried, and now that I have an exponential amount of personal time on my hands, this list has grown incredibly. So where should we even start? Let's start with food things, since I already told you guys about my pantry must-have of pork shoulder. I will give you two more pantry must-haves. One is cabbage. Cabbage is my favorite cooking veggie at the moment. It's just, it's easy and it keeps in your fridge for a very long time. Good way to make sure you get some crispy greens in there. I like a cabbage any way I can get it. I like it roasted. I like it grilled. I like it smothered in a gratin. I like it fried. I like it whatever. <laughs> I love a cabbage. Um, any cabbage is a good cabbage to have. There was a point in time where I had like four or five cabbages in my fridge. I like a red cabbage. I like a red cabbage for grilling. I like a regular white cabbage for sauteing or for roasting or to make into a gratin. Um, Savoy cabbage is good for any of those things as well. It's a good rice substitute. It's good to put in the curries. It's, it's just great for everything. If you find yourself buying a cabbage because of this and you're like, Shanna, I don't know what to do with it, then hit me up and I will give you some cabbage recipes. I love me some fucking cabbage. Second thing on the must-have of the pantries is gin. Gin was introduced to me. I'm lying. Gin was introduced to me through B. White, who was, if you listened a long time ago, he was like my first ever guest on this podcast. Um, but my nanny fam introduced me to more sophisticated gins now. I, I'm a big gin and tonic girl because, I don't know, it just makes me feel like an adult. And it also, you don't have to have a lot of gin. You could like pour yourself a little shot of gin, pour up some tonic, and just sip on that throughout the night and you will get yourself a little buzz. So that is one of my current faves is gin. I prefer Hendrix gin when I can get it. Um, our liquor stores in the area are just not keeping up with that right now. But yes, yeah, so I like to keep me some gin on deck. Keep you some gin and some good tonic water and you're going to be set for the first couple weeks of quarantine. Afterwards, if you need other liquor recommendations, I love me some 1800 coconut tequila. That's great to have. You could take that straight to the head and it's delightful. Any other pantry favorites? I don't know. Me and Fran, we made, oops, we might have made something. I will not mention it on here. <clears throat> Moving on, uh, a big thing that is supposed to help all of us through these quarantine woes is to set up a routine. I've heard, I've tried, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Honestly, my work week be starting out 
real productive. Like Monday, we'd be up, we'd be ready. By the time we get to Wednesday, it'd be... And then Friday is basically Saturday Junior. It's just not. Um, but a good way for me that gets my day started is I love my coffee routine. My coffee routine really gets me out of bed, prepared to like greet the day because there's just so many steps and so many pieces of equipment. It just makes me happy. If you're a coffee person as well, Bonap has this adorable video with like all of their now like famous YouTube star editors making coffee. I am a pour over coffee girl. I love a good pour over. I love grinding my beans. I love heating up my kettle with water. It just make it, it, it does something to me. It gives me a reason to live. And then the cup is gone and I'm just back to where I am. So find yourself a good routine if you are into coffee or if you want to get into it because like you find yourself in need of caffeine these days, there is a coffee routine simple enough for you. There's a coffee routine complicated enough for you. If you need something that just, I don't know, mind boggles your brain in the morning, there's something out there hella difficult where if you want to like measure everything and heat up the water, like you can make it as easy or as hard as you want to just find yourself a good little morning routine highly highly recommended now on to some other things i've been consuming the first of which is a podcast i recently found called nice try it is about how people have tried to build utopias throughout history so there's an episode on jamestown virginia there's this really interesting one on this cult that was founded i think in pennsylvania um there's another one on biosphere that i had no idea about so if you're interested in just history or utopia and human behaviors i highly recommend that to you. Another bit of programming that I recently discovered is called The Art Assignment. It's a channel on YouTube. It's actually by PBS, the public broadcasting station, and they just have so much good content. Like, I don't I don't even know how to talk about it. One of my favorites is how they turn food um, into art. It's based on like different still lifes. So they've done things by Monet. They've done art by Frida Kahlo. They've done art by just basically everyone and they recreate the food. So obviously that's one of my favorites. They have segments on what is certain kinds of art. So if you are like a little art friend, fiend person, and personally speaking, art is anything that is created um and i think that this channel does a good job of highlighting that anything can be art and the curator of the channel she actually just released a book i think it is called everyone's an artist um or you are an artist i want to say and if you pick it up it's just like a bunch of little art assignments that you can do on your own just like do around your house which is perfect for this time because we're all stuck in the house so i highly recommend that one to you guys Speaking of books, I've been doing quite a bit of reading. What I first recommend that you do is get you a public library card, especially if you have access um, to like online books. So if you have a Kindle, I recommend that you get a library card. I have a Brooklyn library card and I very recently just got a New York public library card because why the fuck not? I'm thinking about getting a San Francisco library card because apparently San Francisco, DC, Pennsylvania, they have the best public library system. So, you know, if that if that tickles your fancy, do that as well. But I've been getting all of my books online um, through either of those public libraries. I think I mentioned how I read Children of Blood and Bone on here. I also recently finished the sequel, which is The Children of Virtue and Vengeance, which is really good. Not as good as the first one, if I say so myself. But if you're into like Harry Potter, like magic teen books um coming of age like you'll really enjoy it it's like the author she does a very good job of world building and 
I can see this book like on a screen. I can see, I can see the book. She's very good at describing everything. And it's about black people doing magic, like talking about their ashes, their, their, see, I don't like to use the wrong terms. Raven is teaching me things, orishas, things like that. Very fascinating book. I highly recommend it if you just like need a good little escape. Another book that I um, am like kind of dwindling through is this book of poetry called Lunch Poems by... Frank O'Hara? Yes, Frank O'Hara. And I actually got this recommendation from that same art channel that I just mentioned. Um, but the way that he writes about a food, it just, it makes the mundane into art. The way that he describes like a simple sandwich is just, it's just lovely poetry to me. It's my type of poetry. Uh, currently I am reading Everything is Under Control, a memoir with recipes. I forgot what the author's name is. I know that her name is Phyllis, um, but it's a very lovely book, again, about just like escaping and it speaks very much to my life. Like I'm, I just started reading it and she's clearly a woman that like changed career paths a lot. She like moved to New York. There's a lot of parallels there. Um, but yeah, very new book. It came out, yes, because we're in May. It came out last month. Highly recommend it. I also recommend that if you're going to get books to try, if you can, to get them from local bookstores. If you're a New York listener, I recommend Books Are Magic or Greenlight Books. Greenlight, I will admit, is a bit quicker. Like, they tend to have more books in stock than Books Are Magic, but just try and support your local your local everything, really, if you can. I understand that a lot of us can't do that and certain things I can't, but also working on my patience because a lot of things like are just either cheaper or quicker on Amazon. And if I can afford to pay for something then I, I can afford to pay full price, I'm realizing, especially if it's like something like a book. Now, if it's like a carburetor or a ventilator, like maybe I want to get that at a discount, but it's just trying to, trying to decide where I'm going to put my money is, is a big thing right now. I think that's why, honestly, I've candidly speaking, I have not had as much money as I currently do living in New York. And I think it's just because I'm hoarding everything. I'm hoarding like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to go on. But yeah, anywho, uh, if you can support local bookstores. So those are some things that I'm reading. And is there anything else I've been doing? That's been kind of it. I've really been going on vacations in my house. My birthday is next month and I was supposed to go to like Portland, Seattle. And I really think I'm going to set myself up and like, go through the hotel that I was going to stay at and go do a little tour on my computer of places I was going to visit. So I've been doing a lot of Google earthing yesterday. Ooh, yesterday I walked up the Great Wall of China, y'all. I did an uphill climb through, I think like Chinzawe, Chinzangwa, I want to say. It was a long ass walk. I'm exhausted. Um, But I went to the Great Wall of China. Um, I found out recently that you can look at live footage of Yellowstone. So I have been waking up in the mountains. It's so beautiful right now. I saw a baby elk walking through the other day. So nice. I think everyone's coming out of hibernation. So if you need yourself a little virtual tour of anything, I have some links in the bio for you to go through. Like there's a lot. There's a YouTube channel that I was looking at to go through the Louvre and it, you feel like you're going through the museum because there's actual people and you see everything. And it's a very, very long tour. Whoever filmed this, cause they filmed, they filmed this video in the Louvre, like going through exhibit, exhibit, exhibit but kudos to them. Um, but it's a very long tour. It feels exactly like going through the Louvre and a lot of museums are also just giving inside looks at their collections. So I know the MoMA has some, the Met, the Brooklyn Museum, like a lot, I think a lot of the New York museums 
are doing them right now. NASA has really fun stuff that you can do on their site. The Hubble telescope can show you what was going on in the galaxy when you were born. So if you just type in your birthday, you can see like if a star was exploding or what pictures Hubble shot. These are just things that I am up to right now to distract myself because I'm really someone, I just, I miss being, do I miss being outside? I don't miss being outside. I just miss like learning learning things up close like I wish I could go to a library or to a museum like and see it oh oh yeah yeah but yeah that's how I'm keeping myself distracted and I think with that we're gonna wrap up the show so until the next blue moon thanks for tuning in and trying it <laughs>